Welcome to the Recruitment Radio podcast. My name's Dan Dor, uh, and every month I'll be interviewing a different recruitment leader, asking them to share some wisdom and wisdom and some stories from their distinguished careers. Uh, I'll also be asking them to select and talk us through four pieces of music or four tracks um, that will feature in my monthly playlists available on Spotify through the Powerhive. Um, the playlists are multi-generational, so I'm selecting tracks from the last five decades, uh, multi-genre, so anything I'm basically into, which is uh, hip-hop, funk, soul, house, drum and bass, disco, techno, um, and have really been chosen by me, curated by me, in response to the common disagreement with what music is playing at work. Mm. Um, I... Uh, I usually select, um, start off pretty chill, the beats per minutes are a little bit slower and then really progress up, similar to some of my own sets and reflects my own choice of music. Um, but I've had a load of fun putting them together and uh, I hope everyone enjoys them. This month's guest is Mark Nealon. Hello, mate. Hello, pal. Great to be here. Yes, you sounded like <laughs> awful, man. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. And Mark's a recruitment investor, um, founder of Dare Recruit. Um, I think um, you've invested in over 10 recruitment entrepreneurs. I think set seven different startups. Yep. Since 2017. Yep. Previously, you were uh, a founder and owner of um, IT sales recruitment agency, um, Finley James. That's right. Yep. And uh, you built that from scratch, right? Yep, that's right. And yep. sold your stake in 2016. Yeah, that's yep. right. Yep. Uh, so one of the things that... Um, I really uh, I love about you is your your passion for uh, for growth mindset yeah. and for uh, human potential. Yeah, I think whilst narrowly losing out to Mark on a golf course <laughs> recently, <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, yeah, um, I found out too that you were a, a goals geek. Yeah, yeah, uh, and a goals geek, obviously, someone who's who's obsessed about the science of effective goal setting. Yeah. Um, so welcome to the podcast, Mark. And, oh. um, I just thought I'd start by asking you, what characterizes a growth mindset uh, and why is it so important? All right. So I've probably become even more passionate about this since leaving uh, Finley James and I guess being in frontline day-to-day recruitment leadership. Um, and I've now got it into two distinct categories. So I think everybody pretty much could be characterized as either abundant mindset, which is, I think that's that's the growth mindset or scarcity mindset. So I think people who have an abundant mindset, they kind of want the cake and eat it. They want it all, all the good things. People who are scarcity mindset, they maybe focus on, or they like kind of fear control on that kind of thing. So I think people who are growth mindset, they think abundantly and they just want to bet themselves. And what, what might some of the characteristics or features of that abundant thinking be? How, how, you know, if, you, if you look at maybe some of the recruiters that, that you've backed, yeah. um, could you give me any specific examples of, of, of what that actually looks like? Yeah, I think there's one key one that's learning. Okay. Yeah, so um, you know, there's the old saying, isn't the leaders are readers? Um, you know, I think... Not a bookworm or a book. Learn, yeah. learn more to earn more. Yeah, man. Absolutely. That's a good one. And yesterday we came up with goals geeks too, <laughs> which I think, you know, I think you know, some of the things that I used to maybe think weren't that cool. I've actually, as the older I've got, 
Um, I've learned just how important they are. And, um, you know, if, if you, if you, if you want to get uh, to the next level, whatever that is, you probably got to do something that, that, you know, that you're not doing. And to do that, you got to learn something you don't know. So that's where things like reading books can become cool because it can actually make you some dough. With that, let's move to the uh, first piece of music. Yeah. Um, I asked you for uh, you know, a track from your youth or a standout track, maybe one of the first bits of music you really got into. What have you chosen for us? Um, I've chosen um, I'm On My Way by Dean Parrish. Um, and so that uh, song reminds me of my childhood because um, uh, it's Northern Soul. And um, I guess you could say, it's going to sound well cheesy, I'm a soul child, because I literally wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Northern Soul. So Wigan Casino was a place where my mum and dad met back in the 70s. And um, this song reminds me of my childhood because Northern Soul, dancing, that, that was our house. So let's have a listen. Yeah. You're here today, then you're gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're buzzing round the gallery. actually northern soul collectors volume one um, which also features great artists like uh, lou walls mm-hmm. bobby womack yeah. so a bit of soul music heritage right there yeah actually i was i was really excited when you said you were a soul child because right. um, you know uh, that for me unusually actually out of some of the guests that i've invited on the podcast um it's your next selection is a track that i've never heard before Right, and that's that's what, what I was hoping in actually sharing some some, some music and some playlists. Yeah, um, you know, to come up with something that I'd never heard before mm-hmm. and I really like. Yeah, was uh, was a great gift. So thanks, thanks for that. No problem. Um, we were talking about your childhood then. Um, yeah. Summarize your childhood in five words. Happy. Um, um, not much dough. I mean, it's the one word for that. <laughs> um, uh, five words. So. Um, Potential, um, love, and encouragement. Um, your first sales job? Uh, recruitment. Okay, so straight in? Straight in, yeah, after many really terrible jobs as a student. <laughs> Such as? I worked in a rubber factory, a pie factory. Uh, best one was probably, yeah, the, the best job I had as a student was like making the insecticute, you know, the one things that electrocute the flies? <laughs> I literally made them. <laughs> So how did you get your first job in recruitment? Um, I, I pl- this is going to sound really far out these days, but I applied to a job ad I saw in the newspaper. And do you know what the, do you know what the ad said? Was it one of those earn 100 grand or like just earn a silly amount of money? No. Just- do you know what? And I think there's something in this that is still relevant today if you're looking to hire recruiters, right? It basically said it was dead, dead small, probably like a couple of inches by a couple of inches. And um, it said, are you good at sports? And yeah, maybe do you want to earn loads of money? Um, and um, that was probably it. You might be good at sports. And so I thought, well, I mean, that's very debatable. Anybody who's ever played football would be, to be fair. But um, 
Yeah, I think there's a link, isn't there, between people who are competitive and are good in a team environment yeah. and good recruiters. Yeah, yeah, it does usually translate pretty yeah. well. Let's, um, let's move on to your uh, your second track, yeah. um, which is a tune that reminds you of that early career. Yeah. Where, where was your first job in recruitment? My first job was for a company that no longer exists. Um, it was a company called AMH Holdings. Okay. Um, and, um, Professional setup? No comment. <laughs> they no longer exist, and I don't think there are too many people shedding too many tears, I'd say, Dan. But, um, you know, funnily enough, I remember, um, I, was, I was thinking about this last night, my recruit, if, if they didn't send me to Twickenham for the training, my recruitment career would have lasted one day. It was that shit. <laughs> right. You know, literally the training was, um, uh, the training consisted of about half an hour, you got given a health and safety booklet, got put in the canteen. That, the that was it. Exit. Mate, that was it. That was it. The, um, and then it was uh, like a script that was like one paragraph. Basically, do you want any men? It was construction recruitment. Right. And, um, and I was given like a yellow pages type thing. So I think it was the letter B I had to work through that morning. And I was like, shit, man, you know, done a law degree and this is it. So it's a, self, a self-taught a self schooling and recruitment. For you, yeah, right? it was very Learn much. Job. It was, mate. It was. It wasn't that, um, it wasn't, there was, wasn't much to it. And um, that's why I picked this song because, you know, the first, my first impression of recruitment was, um, it was literally like farming people out. <laughs> and that's the connotation. Obviously, it's another Northern Soul track, which is great. Yeah. I love this track. Um, but, you know, I thought it was a bit, bit tongue in cheek in terms of that's unfortunately what my original perception was of recruitment. So what's the track that reminds you of that, that time? It's called I'm Your Pimp by the Skull, Skull Snaps. Skull Snaps, I'm Your Pimp, released in 1973. Like I said, I've never heard it before. I absolutely loved it. It's got that um, super fly New York 70s funk sound, yeah. you know. So yeah. uh, great selection. Thank you, Mark. Cheers, mate. Um, so you've made the transition from a director working uh, in a business yes. to an investor. Yes. Right? Where you are more detached. Yeah. Um, and I guess that transition takes quite a lot of self-discovery, self-reflection, yeah. a lot of learning. I'd be disappointed if you don't quote any books in this, by the way. Okay, mate. Yeah. Um, so my, my question to you is, you know, knowing what you know now, yeah. what advice can you give to 
some of the rising stars in recruitment or the future recruitment leaders, you know, um, to, 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 sh to share knowledge about what, what it takes to make it in the industry. I'm going to give a dead simple piece of advice for this. That's something that I think I could have benefited from thinking about more, I think, when I was doing frontline day-to-day -day leadership. And that's something from, it was a little nugget at the back of a book. And um, have you ever seen Band of Brothers? Yes. Yeah. I love it. The Tom yeah. Hanks, um, yeah. fella in, uh, what's, his, uh, uh, what's the guy who plays Major Dick Winters? I'm not sure of the actor. Damian Lewis. Lewis. Damian, yeah, that's he's right. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And um, so I really, really loved that show. Fascinated by it from a leadership um, perspective because, you know, the people who actually um, went into, parachuted into Normandy with him, um, are quoted as saying things like, if that guy asked me to follow him through the gates of hell, I'd follow him. I and it's yeah. like, man, you know, that's leadership for me. So I started reading a little bit more about uh, him and um, it, it, his own book is called Beyond Band of Brothers. Actually, I have a quote. Okay. And um, <laughs> didn't, I wanted it to take me about 60 seconds. I loved it. Yeah, it's my bookworm, man. It's terrible, terrible scenes. But um, um, so at the back of it, there's, there's, there's um, his tips on leadership. And it's, he calls it, it's kind of 10 points, he calls it leadership at the point of the bayonet. And one of the points is that um, mental resilience comes from physical stamina. And so I think I've made some mistakes before when, because you know, the, one of the great things about recruitment is that it's a social industry. So it's very easy to burn the candle at both ends. Yeah. Do that too much, your decision-making is gonna not be what you want when you most need it. So look after yourself. By looking after yourself, energy management, yeah what yeah. other things practical so so you know that's that as a topic in itself yeah. i think that's a really sterling piece of advice um but how does that actually manifest if you, you know how do you look after yourself in the yeah room? what what are some of the things that you've maybe gone through well you've got to work out you've got to look after your body um and you've got to you got i think you've got to make more of a you've got to be more proactive about how you look after your mind so I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm exploring meditation at the moment, Dan. Yeah. I mean, geez, I'm actually telling the world this. Is this for real? I couldn't imagine it's I would be easier saying this before. Throughout, like headspace, yeah, calm, exactly. right? But, yeah. but I think it does play a massive part because, you, you know, I think one of the things that, that I've always taught as well is, is gratitude. Yes, right. right? Yeah. So it's great to have intentions of where you want to take your career and mm. what you want to create in your life and goal setting. Yeah. But it has to come from a place of gratitude. That's right. Cut. That you're absolutely centered and you're yeah. grateful for what you have. And let's face it, if you've got a roof over your head, yeah. you've got food in the fridge, yeah. you've got 20 quid in your back pocket, yeah. you're probably in the, in the top 40% of the world yeah. in population in yeah. terms of privilege, right? So yeah. there's not that much to moan about. Um, so yeah. But we don't think like that, do we? We, we, we don't. Do you know what I mean? I, think, I don't think like that all the time. No, you know, exactly. So. Yeah. And that, that's it's kind of like being really, you know, being a goals geek, being an achiever. It's a blessing and a curse if you don't manage it. And I definitely haven't managed that as well as I hope I do and I'll try to do now because I think the human brain is kind of wired, isn't it? You know, once you get something, you want more. You want something else. Whereas, you know what? Like you say, if you've got 20 quid in your back pocket and you can go and buy a pint or whatever yeah. or whatever makes you happy, you know, it's all good. You need both. You need the direction from growth yeah. um, from, from that goal setting. But importantly, there's a lot to be thankful for. 
always there. There is, mate. Completely agree. And on that nice note, let's um, transition to your third track. Yeah. One that holds personal significance to you. Yeah. Um, tell us what you've chosen and why. Juicy, Notorious B.I.G. And like this holds just such a big personal significance for me. It makes me smile thinking about it, you know? Um, we'll get you to share that story. Let's listen to the track first. And personal with Robin Leach yeah. And I'm far from cheap I smoke stuff with my peeps all day Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way The Moet and Alize keep me pissy Girls used to diss me Now they write letters cause they miss me I never thought it could happen This rapping stuff I was too used to packing gats and stuff Now honeys play me close like butter play toast From the Mississippi down to the East Coast Condos Christopher Wallace A.K.A. Notorious B.I.G A.K.A. Biggie Smalls um, R.I.P. Uh, released in 1994 as part of uh, his debut album, Ready to Die, on Bad Boy Records. Some great documentaries at the moment on Netflix about that time. Yeah. Hip Hop Evolution. Uh, have you seen the Defiant ones? I have, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely recommend uh, anyone in sales that one of the biggest music deals that's ever been yeah. Apple Music and uh, Dr. Dre, Jimmy Levine. Um, so, on the industry and the future of the industry, yeah. Um, as you are now an angel investor um, and you're creating systems and supporting um, businesses to grow, um, I think you're uniquely placed to observe the, the, the evolution of the industry mm. to a certain degree, which also gives you, um, you know, the, the right place to actually comment on where you think it might be going. So, my mm. question to you really is. What changes do you see that might be coming in in the next five to 10 years within the recruitment space? The change is happening. You can see it. Zuckerberg talks about the video revolution. I think video is massive uh, and using video as a way to sell our products, candidates or jobs. Um, I see that only getting kind of more rife. That's the right word. Um, and I think what people need to do is ensure that they are um, not forgetting about the human interaction is always what's going to you know, uh, be what is going to distinguish the best of the best. Computers can't feel, no, can they? No. You know, so uh, you talked about video there. Yeah. Um, any specific video products um, that you think are game changers in recruitment? Um, I look at it from the point of view that, you know, whether you've got one of the products, I believe you've got the likes of, uh, Hinterview, Audro, um, uh, but you know what, you can record something on your iPhone and WhatsApp it someone. So, you know, if you're going to pitch someone, you can ring them up or you can pitch them something that you've recorded on your phone that's slightly more human. Yeah. But it's never going to replace the human interaction, I guess. That's what I'm saying. It's never been easier to create your own videos either. You don't need expensive resource or in-house marketing. No. Even, even applying it to video adverts, I think the response rates 
you know, speak for themselves. Massive, so, yeah, yeah. massive. Free rates, everything's enhanced by video. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, Dan. Have you have you read Crushing It by Vaynerchuk? Uh, no, I haven't. Another book. How many how many book quotes have uh, I got on my up to now? Three. three. <laughs> I'm disappointed if you don't drop the fourth right. in. Right, so the relevancy there, the segue, is um, you know, he talks a lot about your personal brand. Okay. So if I'm a recruiter starting out right now, I'm going to take that kind of approach and grow my personal brand. And I think your good companies are going to help you, help you do that and help you create your own brand within their brand. Yeah, good advice. Um, we're drawing to a close on the time that we've got for today. Um, but I just wanted to go into your, your final track. It's um, it's Monday morning. It's dreary outside. Yeah. You're feeling a bit low. You haven't slept well. You're maybe a bit hungover. You've uh, you've had an argument with it with with a loved one. You're just feeling a little bit down on life. Um, you're walking into an office, and you want you're needing to basically motivate. We're feeling like you need to motivate your staff, and you're not feeling like you're at that place yeah. yourself. Yeah. What piece of music are you going to pump really loudly into your office? Well, I think this links quite nicely to what you were talking about before, actually, you know, with the gratitude stuff. So it's, it's a Lovely Day by Bill Withers. So, you know, they've probably been listening to house music and all that kind of gear over the weekend, haven't they? So if we go and smack them over the head with another big rave anthem, people might not be that up for it. But I think, you know, I challenge anyone to listen to this song and not smile. And that's the thing, isn't it? You know, I think sometimes recruitment's a really tough job. But I tell you, I'd rather be doing that than making those insecticute type machines I was on about before. <laughs> so it's a lovely, it's all good, isn't it? A lovely day. When I wake up in the morning, love And the sunlight hurts there with a with lovely day um, I had um, a song um, Lean On Me also by Bill Withers sung by a gospel choir at my own wedding oh wow mate cool. um, and I believe uh, Bill Withers features in your wedding as well yeah right? yeah that was kind of like our wedding wedding song uh, so you know okay, it's another one that's the thing about music, isn't it? When you, we've all got those songs that just make us smile since we hear them, and that's 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 one for me. There's a documentary called Still Bill. Um, I think it was released in about 2009. What an inspirational person! Yeah, you know, if you're talking about an ambassador for music, you know, Quincy Jones, yeah, uh, Bill Withers, these guys, and, and what and what they give up, um, uh, and the hearts they touch is you know inspirational stuff. So, yeah. Uh, listen, Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure. Been great having to be here, you mate. here um, sharing 
some top soulful choices. Cheers, um, mate. Put a smile on my face. Um, good luck with everything, buddy. Cheers, mate. Catch you soon, all right? Nice one, Paul.